Yo, for for man them in the building. Uh, what a time to be alive. Um, so episode sixty eight. I want to say correct. Uh, episode sixty eight. Yo, we live. We live. Um, we got a special guest in the building. Um, Manny, please introduce yourself. Oh God, this one there. Oh my God, every time. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard to introduce that. yourself, you know. <laughs> so yeah, my name is Manny, aka the Captain Manny. I am a podcaster, as a creator. Some will say influencer, Sean, but let me just claim it for twenty twenty one. I'll claim it. You know, um, a personality, as some will say as well. But it's just all under the Captain Manny brand, anyway. So I'm just Manny. <laughs> uh, I love that. All right, lads, you know what time it is. Introduce yourself. Yes, yes, yes. Big 2L, a.k.a. Don Colleone, a.k.a. Cool Khan Collected in the building, Colson. <laughs> 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 What's good? Get yeah, them aliases off. For sure, for sure. And you already know. Go on, tell them who you are. Um, well, Happy New Year, first of all. Oh, Second yeah. Year. Wait, 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 wait. Of course, of course. Um, because we have one in my of the group, I'm thinking to today. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, yeah. uh, no aliases today. Nah, I'm thinking too. Uh, no, I'm thinking too. Oh, you're the first, but you're the first. Come on, you're the first. <laughs> um, I, no, I'll take thing one. I'll take thing one. On, take it, take it. <laughs> uh, Demi. AKA two Dems, AKA the real is back, the real is back. You already know what time it is. Made in Chapter podcast, episode 68, with the one and only Manny from the Manny podcast. Wanted to get this guy on for a minute, so I'm glad we was able to oh, get it patterned. Time, isn't it? Yeah, we've been we've been chatting in the DMs, just trying to get it sorted. So I'm happy. This is this is it. This is the perfect start to the new year. Thanks um, for having me. And um, you know what? This could be a long one, you know, because the topics I want to get off my chest. Whatever. Listen, it was <laughs> the topics I want to get off my chest, I think, are interesting. Interesting conversations can be had. But the first conversation I want to have is in regards to Will I Am, mm. uh, specifically, and the Black Eyed Peas' legacy. So I think he was talking with Pharrell, um, and they were just discussing, you know, Will I Am thinks that the Black Eyed Peas should be viewed as a black group that had success and that they should be more appreciated within the black community. Mm. Um, and this became more interesting because a lady by the name of Kim Hill, who was formerly in the group before yeah. um, Fergie was the female voice for the group, uh, she came out and she told her whole story and you know, um, the Black Eyed Peas went in a different direction because they wanted to be perceived as more mainstream. Yeah. Um, so I just wanna see, how do you feel about that? I guess my first question is, how do you feel about the Black Eyed Peas being viewed as a successful Black group? Mm. Who's going first? Guess first, man. Go for it. Okay, okay. Get off your chest. So first of all, I don't view them as a Black group. because I think it's only Never. him and one other person that's half Black or something. And I think the other two is like, I think what Fergie's one, of course. <laughs> he was trying to mm. do Black fishing here and there back in the day in a cultural creation <laughs> that. But <laughs> that's all I another day. And uh, I think other person. Did anyone think Fergie was black, white, or what? No, people actually believed it. Not me, though. Even though I was younger than that, I think I was like. I knew that was a white girl up in the video, man. I didn't think she was, but I think that whole statement or the whole conversation, it was just so dumb. I watched it three times to try to understand his perspective. Mm. I didn't get it. <laughs> I didn't get the perspective. And so I'm like, now nah, if it was him on his own when he went solo, yeah, you're black. There's no kind of black. Yeah. And that's another conversation for another day. But you, that's a mixed group. It's a mixed group. And I think it started off being like a conscious group but then it just went mainstream as um, Kim Hill said went mainstream their messages changed completely mm. I, I hate when people do this thing where it's for 
the inconvenience, like where you can have the conversation a long time ago, but why are you having the conversation now? Mm. Where it's it's not them, it's not it's not black, it's just not black, simple and short. That's a fact, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I, the the way I feel about it is I think Will I Am deserves to be celebrated as a, a very successful black musician, Absolutely. deserves more flowers than I think he gets mm-hmm. from the community. I think what he managed to achieve with black eyed peas is astronomical, what he managed to do solo. And then, you know what? I always think he's got a good ear because he also managed to, or not a good ear, but he's very good at helping other people. So mm-hmm. obviously he had a massive influence in Fergie's solo career. Uh, you also look at acts like Cheryl Cole. He mm-hmm. also managed to help her um, and propel yeah. her to heights she probably wouldn't have reached. Absolutely. So I think he deserves to be celebrated, but there's no way I'm celebrating the Black Eyed Peas as a black group. No way. <laughs> no, not with Fergie no. all up in the video saying, spending all my money, I mean, come on. <laughs> Bye. But do, you know, do you know what, though? Do you know what I'd, I'd say to that? I think, I think there's an argument for it up until a certain point. So when you listen to, like, Ella Funk, and you listen to the album before that, mm. there's still elements of soul, there's still elements of, like, mm. black music. But when they crossed over to, what, the end and the beginning, those <laughs> albums where the lines blurred and it became way more techno-poppy. Yeah. You can't, very... you can't, there's nothing black about the end. Great album. Oh, know, amazing like... album, but very, very... True. Very, like, you know... <laughs> what the... <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like... There's, there's, there's nothing <laughs> black about Meet Me Halfway. <laughs> Yeah, 100%. I love that song though. I love that. Song. Amazing same, song. same. I love, I love that song. The album is amazing, but they can't. But they ain't can't... nothing black about it. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. I think that's where it gets misconstrued because I, I agree. I mean, you look at their first hit. Um, oh, fuck. Where is the love? Where is the love? Thank you. Yeah. Yes, that's that's very conscious, and I guess that's very in line with what they wanted to achieve. Mm-hmm. Um, but boy, did they leave that very quickly? Um, it's true, you know. And they knew what they needed to do to have success. And the thing that kind of disappoints me is you look at Kim's story and they were being told that, you know, in order to have success, they were like, uh, you have to get rid of the, the female in the group and, you know, we'll switch it out and we'll give you Fergie. I'm not going to pit women against women because, you know, Fergie, I think Fergie's talented in her own right. But um, do you disagree, Manny? That one that's always screaming. <laughs> Nah, <laughs> listen, I think Fergie's talented. She gave us that. Lucky's was amazing. That was a good mm. album. But live, I, 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 I hear that. I hear that. Oh, Do no. you know what? She, she's she got no one to blame by herself. When she did the national anthem, she was looking crazy. <laughs> uh, oh, like, if I oh, right now, I'm going to break everyone's ears here. <laughs> nah, yeah. my ears are well, like, The like, NBA's reactions are just so funny, man. Nah, no, you know had too much sauce. Like, you know, when you have fries, yeah, and there's just an, uh, just an amount of right sauce. You know what I'm saying? And then when you just drench it in sauce and the chips become wet, do you get what I'm saying? Yes. So she, that's she what she did when she tried Bro. the national anthem. But I'll in say- terms of like my opinion, in terms of like, are they considered a black? Yes, they are. Right? I the reason why I, I say that. Ah, I'll let you off. The reason why I say that is because. I know of some people in the industry who don't necessarily, they make music not necessarily targeted towards the black, Afro-Caribbean, African community. Do you get what I'm saying? They target specifically the white audience and they're very successful. I'm not going to mention a name now because like, I want them to come and back back their reasons of why they do that. Mm. But I know people who actually produce and I know people who actually sing. 
yeah. in those sort of segments. But then are you going to turn around and say they're making white music? They're successful in their field currently at the moment, but you can't then turn around and say, oh yeah, they're making white music. For example, okay. let's take Lil Jon. He's out in every festival with dubstep just... Every I festival that. doing that. that. Like, that. he's moved away but from hip-hop. that's for a check. And he... Yeah, but the thing is, he is monumental. Like, he is actually a legend yeah, then, in the game. I, I, the, the Little John might not be the right example. And I say, I say that because Little John made music for black people. I, you know, he, he did... These men, obviously, they made the conscious decision to say, hey, yo, that stuff ain't working at the moment. We're not making peace from it. Completely understand. And that's not the first time um, a black artist has been forced to jeopardise their sound in order for success. Mm-hmm. Like, completely get it. But then you can't make that sound and then say... Oh, now I want to be recognized by black people. It's just it's not happening. It's, it's, and mm-hmm. even to even to that point, one of the like, one of the people in the band is Filipino, and then there's a white lady, two black people. <laughs> it's not it's not a black band. As I end up saying, oh, you know what? We wish we were respected more within the black community. That I tell them to fuck off because what phase is the only black person in the band? You got Talisa and Dappy who are Greek. Hmm, I agree. I agree. I agree. <laughs> that one's a controversial one, Steve. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't yeah. back you on that one. Because the thing is, those was respected by the black community. They of course, were, they had their like, fame, okay. but they weren't black. They were respected, but they weren't black. Mm. <laughs> I think only well, phase. I think, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's only phase. Though, but I think to these saying uh, things, are they Congolese too? I think the point I'm trying to make, when, when it comes to the N Dubs example, yeah. is more. Uh, if they, if you don't get okay, they are respected, but if you want to be viewed, I think what I am now wants to come out and be like, I deserve this sort of respect. If for whatever reason N Dubs came out and said, Oh, we deserve that sort of respect, and black people said, No, nah, we're not giving it, I'd understand. They've got the respect, so maybe in the terms of that, they, they don't have to fight for that. But what I am now coming out years later after uh, the band has had all the success and now saying, uh, I think we should be respected in the black community. If someone says, no, I'm not hearing that, mm. I understand. Yeah. It's almost like, like Bruno Mars as well should be classified as black because he makes R&B music. I don't think, I think he is not black. So just mm. put him in this category. Yo, so he is. Life starts to get blurred, you know. So I think especially for where he's from. Where is he from? Huh? I think he's Puerto Rican. Wait, let me go look at my, on my Googles. Ain't he Hawaiian or something like that? Yeah, yeah, Hawaiian! Let me check. No, I, could, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Yeah, his name is um, Peter Jine Hernandez. <laughs> or Yo, Gene, oh, I think Peter Gene or Green. I don't know. But his name is Hernandez, yeah? <laughs> yeah. These people, they get away like... Oh, yeah, no, he is Hawaiian. Yeah, he's Hawaiian, yeah. What, fully Hawaiian? Yeah. Well, you're not even also black. <laughs> he's, he's robbed a living. <laughs> but I, I don't know if people think he's black. Do people people thought he was black until like earlier, like in re- recent years. I think people are starting to like be more open about like, I think so, when he started to win BET Awards, people are starting to say, okay, is he black? Should he really be in this kind of spaces where he's Yikes. black? Yikes. What's the Bruno Mars doing at the BET Awards? Listen, can you imagine? <laughs> I like I like I like the Bruno Mars songs. What the fuck is he doing? <laughs> in the <beat? laughs> that Kanye West clip is hilarious. I am that's, screaming. That's how I feel. I am screaming like I love nah, the, see, this I love is... the <laughs> But then even the fact that they didn't uh, protect Sismo, you know, with um mm. Kim Hill and then man just took the record deal. Imagine. And obviously she I think from her start, she wasn't really willing to bend on her um 
on her stance and she felt like this should be a group that discussed uh, blackness and black issues. She weren't really willing to bend on that. So I think I kind of wish, you know, she'd been protected a bit more as well. It's just, I guess, it's a bit of a shame. I'm not going to, I'm going to give Will I Am himself the flowers that he deserves. Um, Again, he's made countless bangers. Um, He'll always... Black Eyed Peas always have a special place in my heart for what they did on Boom Boom Pow. But but do I see them as a black group? I'm going to have to say no. No. (laughs) I guess that's a way, that's a good way to end that conversation. Do you, everyone say how they feel? Do they see uh, Black Eyed Peas as a black group? Nope. That's a no for Manny. I'm going to say no, but I'm not mad if someone believe they are, you know. Oh, yeah, that's I'm that's a fact. I'm not mad at it. Yeah. I think I'm going to keep my safe, Sha. <laughs> <laughs> Ivan, what are you saying? Would it be safe to say that they're part of the Bami group? What's the Bami? the Bami? the Bami! Man said the Bami. The Bami! The Bami! I know it's Bame, but Bami, I ain't part of Bami. Do you know what? I'm going to give it to him. You know what? <laughs> the, the, the way they look at it is, is <laughs> can they go to the BET Awards? Oh, Lord. Let me see. Did they win any BET Awards? Let me actually check that. Probably for best new hip-hop group. <laughs> they never made hip-hop a day in their life. It's something like, is it Vanilla Ice and be nominated for a Soul Train or what? I said, what? Vanilla Ice and Soul Train together? <laughs> that I was so terrible. terrible. I was, that's, I was, just, I that's just clout chasing. Nah, oh. I feel like these award shows there, they need integrity sometimes. Don't they? Is that For real. Lost all integrity, in my opinion. They actually got BT awards. They actually won the award in 2006. Jeez. <laughs> what was what, it? Soul group. A group, yeah. Oh, 06, okay. Yeah, if, if, it wasn't, if it wasn't the 10s, I'll be looking at it sideways, but 06, I, I can allow it just about. Yeah. What were they making then? That was one of the That must have been when they just came out though, to be fair, because I think they came out in 2005. What, when they did the, re- the rebrand? The, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Whereas that, I want to say Where's the Love came out in 2005. Yeah. Maybe, even, maybe even earlier. Well, like that song 2006 was... when they came up with the, uh, the Brazilian remix. Oh, Might have been in there. We're not all up in there. <laughs> Jacob wow, Benito wow, and that. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, that was a time to be alive. That man been culture vulture from early, yeah. Yo, you have to respect it. <laughs> the song slap, the song slap though. I ain't, gonna, I ain't gonna hold you. The song. Yeah, yeah, in terms of like, they ain't ever been to um, Brazil. Uh, yeah, in terms of like the genre, you know what? The best, the best place to start on whether they are a black group or not is to actually define them by the genre. So, would you say that they're techno? Would you say that they're soul? What would you That's say? Or would they just say they're I think they'll be most branch. remembered for the yeah, techno pop, music they made. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe pop. It's hard. Yeah, pop, pop. It's probably pop, pop is the easiest. Definitely pop. Easiest but even 2006, it wasn't that like a My Hump, Hump It. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where. Jeez, these men have been about for a while. They've been here for yeah. time. Because I know I was in um, primary school, but I was school at that time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that was my hump time. Definitely. That Jeez. was a banger too. Yeah, oh, that's a banger. Hey, yo, put, <laughs> put some respect on their name. That, my humps was <laughs> dumb crazy. I remember I that video. Why are they going to be accepted in other spaces too? Are they going to be accepted in the MTVs or that kind of stuff? Mm. Oh, space for the black groups, man. Mm. 
because we're overlooked in the white spaces, so why are they going to try and come to our space and take over our space, you know? I hear that. <laughs> not wrong. It's That's a fact. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess that concludes that yeah. topic. Can someone but, do me a favor? No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I can't, yeah, I can't let this, this run. Because... Oh. But then that would be something similar with um, Rihanna. She started off with, but like... And then she went straight to pop, like... No, but she's not black. But then you can't... Yeah, so of yeah, course she's black, but then again, you can't... It's, it's, it's no, exactly the same thing. The context is everything, though. That's the issue. She's one, she's one single person. That's a group. Another group that's mixed. It's like little mix, uh-huh, a little mix. I can't put much black. They can never be black. Because nah, oh, nah, nah. <laughs> 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 I think Jade is her, then Perry and um the other one, the one I just left, Jesse that left, she's their wife as well. So they, they'll never be black. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> I think Rihanna's a different you have to consider <sighs> context. Rihanna's not come out and said, Can you guys all yeah. view me as a black artist? We already know she's a black artist. She's made yeah, we know she's a black artist, but in terms of the concepts of, of the genres, but she's she not went from specifically, yeah. I would say I hate to use this word, but the urban sort of culture. She went from that to then pop. Do you know yeah, what I'm but, saying? Uh, of course, what did she do that for? To get recognition and peace. I hear what you're saying. She was on the Jay Z's label. I hear what you're saying, but Rihanna's not now come out and said, please recognize me as a black artist. We're having this conversation now because Will I Am went on Pharrell's podcast and said, yo, uh, what we did under, um, what's it, under Black Eyed Peas was great and we should be recognized as a black group. Rihanna's not had to say that because Rihanna knows already that she's pattern that we view her as a black woman we view her as a black artist he's gone on he's he's had to say that because he knows that certain people won't perceive what black eyed peas did as a yeah Mm -hmm. as a black success yeah Mm -hmm. that's that's just my stuff <laughs> yo, Rihanna's stitch up was crazy. My guy was my girl was singing under my umbrella, like yo. But she still has her R and B and her reggae, even in her other projects. Mm. Auntie as well is quite experimental as well. So I would definitely she still has her, her roots in the deep cuts, but maybe for the singles, like it's mainly yeah. But she knows what she had to do. Yeah, yeah. I think that that happens. Um but yeah, no, that was an interesting conversation. I so love her. Uh, moving on, um, I didn't really know this was like a real topic to be discussed until shouts out to Mose. We went on her podcast um, and had a great conversation, and we spoke about UK R and B, um, which I didn't know that people are really clamoring for more of it. And obviously, we all know what happened with LMA um, and you know her situation. Obviously, didn't quite work out for her in the UK, so she opted to go to America and things. You know, the rest is history. Um, we've got great artists. I know you spoke, Manny, you spoke to Bella. Um, oh, I love her. I love uh, Collins, you put Scribbs Riley in recently into the playlist. Mm-hmm. He's UK R&B. Yeah. Where do we think it's at at the moment? And does it still need to be propelled more? Should I go for it? <laughs> go for yeah, it. Yeah, go for it, man. I think it's in a good place. Look, even on Clubhouse, you will see this room every single day about UK R&B, UK R&B. You can't be like, I think it's been where they talk about the same thing over and over again. But I just love how we've got a space now where we can talk about where it is now, where it can go. So right now, it's in a good place. I think it's all about just finding it and them being given a voice and being pushed. You know, because as I said, Bella, Manelia, 
there's mm. so many amazing artists out there, both men and women. I don't say men and female, but men and women that are just killing the game right now. Where they just need to be pushed more. So Isabella, amazing EP, the art conversation. That one is this is pure R and B. That one is not diluted. It's in no, the it's, all... it's right there. Yeah, you know? definitely. It's definitely it's alive and well. I think it's only gonna get better. Okay, so my question to you is, so it's in a good place, but we know it could go further. What does it need to do to in order to take those next steps? I think the label just pushing them. Like I feel like they always put at the back burner as well. Like for example, LMA, as you said, had a great push for Buddha. I hear that song Buddha. You know, mm. but I think even the recent new song that came out last year, <laughs> not another love song, that deserved the Buddha push. Like that's a proper song. Yeah. Amazing live every single time. But I think because it's not pop influence or kind of Confused, you're not giving that same push as boot up. Like, oh, I don't like boot up at all. Do you know? I think it was just overplayed. I mean, obviously it was it was massive, so I, I get that. But my God, was it overplayed? Um, lads, how do you feel? I think one of the things that is uh, an issue with like UK R and B or R and B even in general is like sometimes I think the way the songs are made it makes it really hard for them to reach the mainstream. That mm. makes sense? So, like, the songs, like you say, Booed Up, you, it's a very, not only is it a very easy song to sing along to, but it's also very smartly made, whereas Absolutely. it's not it's not a complex song. Whereas you hear, like, certain songs I think should bang, but you can just tell it's almost missing that little bit of, like, TikTok-y or yeah. easy yeah. digestibility to it that doesn't allow it to do that. I was listening to... um something you like by Bella literally earlier today. And like, that's such a sick R&B song to me. But then it makes you think, if, if she dumbs it down even more, it loses, it loses essence, doesn't it? Mm. But, you know, I don't know if, I, I don't want to put this message out there, but I don't know if R&B artists should like dumb down their music more in order to gain that recognition. Because that's the you really the only way. Make it more catchy. Yeah, yeah. Make yeah. more catchy at least. Like, Buddha, oh God, that's so <laughs> But it's a, yeah, it's a perfect example. You've done the job. Yeah, exactly. I agree with that. I hear that. That's an interesting take. I guess that's the literal... <clears throat> they're both in the same wheelhouse, um, but hip-hop and R&B. But hip-hop's got that catchiness and that yeah. vibe that it can... And it's, it's sing-along to. Even if you can't sing, you can sing to a hip-hop song. You know, I think people appreciate that. But part of the joy of, say, a really good R&B song is someone who can really sing and it's, it's hitting them notes. And, you know, if that can't be replicated, it's kind of hard to feel like you can enjoy or sing along to it. And that might be why it can't be made into a TikTok or it can't be made into a popular dance. Um, and maybe that's the next step. And you don't want to put out the message of dumbing down your music because I think when you do that, it stops being R&B and then I think it starts to feel more like pop, which would be the difference. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a fine line to walk, really, and they all have to find the right line to walk, really. You know, how no, do you it is. It's, um, I think this is mainly not to do with the music itself but the industry and how they view demographics yeah so i mean the amount of the amount of black people in the united states that Mm. might gravitate towards the r&b genre which is Mm. started off as a black genre itself you're more geared to blow i mean they'll they'll probably work it out and try and push that machine in the united states rather than the united kingdom itself right now you look at what's happening in the UK, 
do we have that many R&B artists in the UK at the moment? No. How many in the United States? Loads. No. Mm. And that might just be because of how many people are in the United States and how they can sell and make the most money. Yeah. So I think when it comes down to it, it's, it's about the money. It's about the moolah. Mm. So, um, I think if you want to blow, then try your very best to blow in the United States and it will just come straight to the United Kingdom because mm. the United States are trendsetters, you know? Everybody today sounds like Lil Durk. Like, not, mm. not to... I mean, even though that's far away from R&B, but a lot of people look at yeah. what's, what's going on there. I mean, we even had a resurgence of drill because of individuals in the United States popping up again. Yeah. So I'm not saying that the United, the United Kingdom doesn't have drill eyes. We all have drill eyes. Mm-hmm. But as soon as a, the, uh, a, a, a trend is set in the United States, it's now projected onto the United mm. Kingdom. And I think that's what really is the underlying issue. So if you really want to bang, go United States. Mm. I know it's, they're going to push you in a different way, in a different dimension, but it depends how successful you want to be with your art and your craft. So Yeah. See, I hear that, but that's kind of painful that that's a, a reality. Very painful, but it's the truth. It, yeah, it is the hard, it might be the hard truth because the one example is LMA and we know how her story goes. And, you know, she opted to go to the US so much so that if you didn't see her progression in the UK, um, you would have thought she was an American artist. Mm-hmm. I think that's something I'm quite conscious of is I don't want these guys to do UK R&B and have to feel like they need to change their sound or not change their sound, but you know, they'd have you have to go to America in order to do it. Because you know, our our own genres had that view for time. Mm. Um grime, uh even UK rapping that you had to try and blow or get some form of recognition or a co-sound from an American in order to have success. But I wouldn't want that for them. If and I also get what you're saying. If it don't make money, it don't make sense. Mm. So I think labels might be looking at UK R&B at the moment and seeing it might not be that viable, but I think if they gave them the push that they need, they could see some benefits from it. But I get why labels not, might not be willing to push them because it doesn't, it's not making the piece that, you know, other genres are. Yeah. I think it's also a issue with our culture because when you think about it it, like even money like think about it because people in the uk we like to push this we like grind we like drill we like that type of and that's really now spilled into the mainstream you see these kids like h you see these kids like stormzy etc etc but we don't necessarily have those figureheads in in r&b now in america the r&b has always been a staple in their culture like Mm. people who ride to this day for 90s r&b but we don't necessarily have that type of want in this country. Or at, maybe it's at the beginning of doing that, but I don't feel like there's the same kind of culture here. I think ours is house. House, garage. That's what it I is. I think pop as well, you know, because we talk about Britpop to this day. Oh, like, yeah. I think yeah. Songs, to this day, we're still talking about, I think, r and I think, I don't think that's what, we started to love or as much back in the day. Because as I said, in my last mm. episode, I grew up with pop. <laughs> I didn't grow up yeah. with um, R&B until like, my teen years. I had to go and actively search for myself. Mm. How like what that kind of artist was formed currently and after you know, and all that kind of stuff. And then my second point is, I think 
support here in this country is a little bit. Oh, I think in America they have the stands and the stands are gonna ride out. Yeah. Even like someone yeah. who just started a few years ago, that one video that went viral, and then oh, maybe she might have romantic moments now. But <laughs> during the first album, the EP time, they definitely share that support and that kind of stuff. Once here, I think supporting someone might feel like you feel like you're a beg. Well, you're not a beg to support me. I want to support my chest, but not everyone has that energy to support. Yeah, I hear that. From the low. <laughs> mm-hmm. See, that's yeah. also interesting. I guess is because that was my question when we went to visit Mose as well. Just like, is, it, I mean, there's dope artists that are doing UK R&B, but it's again, it's I guess it's that question: is there the supply and demand for it? Is there enough people who will enjoy the genre? And I guess it's interesting because it's not ingrained in British history in British music or in the history of British music. Like now, I feel like certain genres like grime, maybe soon drill will be as well, that will become one of the things that you view as British music. But I don't think it's, you, R&B has ever been viewed as that. And then when something sounds like it's an R&B song and it's been created in the UK, it kind of just feels like, it just gets passed off as to, oh, that was a pop success. So that was something good that happened in pop. Whereas I think maybe, you know what? Artists like Bella, um, I think, especially because she's the one that's really being championed at the moment, you know, she could turn the tide. I think it does feel like times are changing. I'm praying so. Yeah, because she's super talented. And I think that's the most important thing. Like, it's all right, people who are okay just doing it, but if we're going to champion someone, they need to be good. And, you know, I'll give Bella all the praises. Well, because I just found her accidentally. And I was like, yo, this is impressive. And then her EP came out. I was like, yeah, she's got a fan in me. Um, but I think that's that's maybe, it just takes one person. Um, and, and the tide could definitely change. I think we've all raised reasons to why it hasn't worked, why it might not necessarily be working. But I think we're all confident that at the end of the day, it could end up working. Because there's enough people trying to break down the barriers. Mm-hmm. I think that's all that has to happen. Okay. If enough people break down the barriers and they see... Uh, these people actually want this, then that's that's where we'll go from there. I think having a team is very important as well. As I said, going back to Bella again, I think it's a thing where I got to see her team when she was doing the recording for her pretty little thing, you know, that she was mm. doing. I was like, having a team like that that can encourage you. She said as well on the podcast as well, like having a team that can encourage you when, because uh, I think <sighs> the, the issue here is that our artists don't like to take criticism or feedback is the thing where yeah. I'm perfect, I'm this, I'm that. No one's perfect. You should be willing to take criticism. You might have to go into the where you might have to infuse other genres. I don't think there's anything wrong with doing R&B, but also infusing other genres to get a wider audience, as long as you're staying true to who you are in the, in the core of it all. So I think the thing where it's just about being experimental, having fun and having a good team that will actually encourage you to be your best and do your best. Not the, the yes men of it all. I don't like yes men in my own personal life anyway. Yeah, <laughs> I hear that. Mm-hmm. You have yes men in your circle. That's how you end up with albums like Chance the Rapper's one. That's <laughs> why so I want to go back. <laughs> <laughs> that album was terrible. Any I chance can... I get, I'm going to let the listeners know. <laughs> hey, uh-uh. From start to finish. Um, all right, so uh, we're still in the middle of this panoramic, this oh. Potter. Um, <laughs> uh and, but I still wanted to just get our predictions. New Year, Happy New Year, and that, uh, as Emmanuel mm. said at the start of the podcast. Um, what are our predictions for music in 2021? What are some of the things that we think might happen? Do we think live shows might make a return? Do you I think mean, we might see festivals? Um, 
will albums be delayed because people don't want to be outside? Obviously, I think Cardi was meant to drop months ago. Still no album. Um, I, I've said I think Drake should hold off. Um, he's meant to drop this month, but I think he should wait till the summer. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just interested to get people's opinions. I mean, I'm gonna start with you because you're giving confusion as. <laughs> well, I was gonna say, I was gonna say. Um, first thing I was gonna say, I think what's gonna happen is virtual tours, where people are just gonna do virtual tours the same way like you see on NBA, the same way you see on some TV shows where they just have a live audience, but they mm. just in the comfort of their own home. Yeah. Do you know mm. what I'm saying? So I think that's what's going to be a thing. Maybe they might charge them like a quick, like just like a small £10. And you can sell it to the masses. If it's successful, then great. If it's not, and it's not really the same sort of vibe, it's not really the same sort of energy that you feel, whatever. In terms of albums, uh, Cardi B, she is a high-energy individual. Yeah. So you're looking at May... April, May times. Mm. Drake, I think it's important that Drake drops another tape again. 100%. Really? I think he'll drop this year. Like but... soon. Because the thing is, people are home. People are not doing too much. It's cold outside. Mm. People just need something to vibe to. Do you get what I'm saying? So, mm. I get that take. I actually get that take, actually. I, I get that. So, yeah. I, so I, I think he does need to drop. But I think it's just like a small EP, like a three song, and then just yeah, drop that. And then wait for the album to drop. So uh, I, I do that. understand what Demi's coming from in terms of the summertime, but you know, mm. depends on when we all get outside. So, Manny, I'm interested to hear your opinion on this. What, what are you saying for 2021 in music? In terms of live shows, maybe more intimate. I don't think we can go back to like the big stadium. Nah, stadiums are done out here. But definitely, I, I feel like it'll be good to have like intimate shows, smaller mm. shows, all that kind of stuff. In terms of project, I just hope it gets better because I feel like the quality of music last year overall was a little bit... <laughs> if you look at Megan, yeah, for example, yeah, Megan's rubber. album, I think it was rushed. <laughs> it was so rushed. Mm. I like even the debut album that actually makes me sad because uh, there's other debuts that have been much better. Even Cardi, who is not really a rap person that's really writing her bars, like, word for word, blah, blah, blah. Mm. She gave us a good, um, fun... I was going to say pop, but it's not pop. It was to give us a fun um, debut album that I would say can be remembered for a long time. But with Megan, I've just forgotten half the album already. You know, so I hope that artists take their time this year mm. give us quality albums. And whether it's debut, sophomore, whatever it's going to be. What else? I think R&B UK can finally have its time because there's been so many conversations, as I said. Hopefully, the, all the words are turned to action and they can be pushed more. More signings, all that kind of thing. We've got like a black, is it Universal UK or something? Was it Def Jam that? Yeah, so I think that's a space. Yeah, definitely. Black art is being pushed in that. I think that, yeah, and I'm interested to see what they do because obviously they signed uh, the the agreement that they signed Stormzy, which was a massive get for them. So Mm -hmm. I think yeah, that's a space and that's a an environment that I'm interested to see what they do going forward as well. Um, I agree with you. I think more intimate shows. I think people need to be careful when they drop as well. Certain artists, I think, can drop in the top half of the year while we're, while we're still at home. Mm-hmm. That's no problem. But I think, interestingly, I think some artists need to just wait. And There's no harm in waiting. Don't rush yourself. Because um, I can't. Listen, after what I heard from Playboy Cardi on Christmas Day, I, I'm not doing that again. Not put myself through it. So I need high-quality albums. Man. How was the album? I don't know what kind of artist. Nah, it was terrible. I like him as well. Like, I think um, Playboy Carty self-titled is a good project. Uh, Dial It grew on me. 
But my god, that whole lot of red was a whole lot of trash, man. That's the name of the episode. That's the name of the episode. A whole lot of trash. I hope it goes triple aluminium, man. It was bad. And do you know what? I feel like he literally recorded it in five days. I promise you. Oh, yeah. there's a oh yeah people. I feel like people who sent in um verses kind of had this horrible line. Um, uh, you're always looking for Buddha, you're a Budapest. I said, Yo, I'm glad I didn't sit through this album. I'm so glad. I'm no. <laughs> sometimes oh. to people when it comes to certain projects. No one's listening. Bye. It's just no, not worth oh, it. 100%. But... I think I got 12 songs in. It's a 24 track album. 24. I said, My ears are bleeding. It's time. <laughs> the turkey's almost ready. 24. 24. What, three yeah. minute songs. I think the album's like an hour and f- I don't, can't remember. I, mean, I don't believe these. <laughs> <laughs> it was a bad <laughs> album, man. Just, no, I don't know if it's one of the worst albums I've ever listened to. But it was it was terrible. There's no other way to put it. One Damn. hour, three minutes. Oh, that's torture. That's just too. <laughs> nah, I didn't. I, I don't control just vibes. Nah, honestly, I don't. I don't know what he was doing. And oh. his his music isn't lyrical, or it's it's just it's turn up music, which is completely fine. I think there's some great artists that will go down as hip hop and rap legends, or just legends in general who do but turn up music. Um, baby father. Yeah, he's, he's baby daddy. Um, he slipped yeah, up. All the con- controversy on that, isn't there? <laughs> For real. Oh, that makes sense. Yo, Iggy, if you're looking. Man said oh, Iggy, if you're looking. She should just stop music and just become a model, honestly. No, nah, he's a baddie still. He's a, he should he definitely go into modeling. Go into modeling, I, I endorse that. I support it. Um, I support but it. yeah, I don't know. Predictions for this year. Uh, Cole, you got any? I'm going to say something bold and say this will be the best year for music in a long time. Whoa. Okay, what, what makes you feel that way? Because there's so many heavy hitters that haven't dropped in a long time. Mm-hmm. So, Kendrick, and you think the label's going to say you got to drop this year? Uh, not necessarily have to because a lot of these people, they don't even need to. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But I do think that, you know, with the way the world is and the way last year was set up, hence, you know, summertime we we got a bit of freedom. Mm. If this year's patterned anyway, similar to last year, I think there's going to be a lot of big artists. So I think Adele will drop. I think Beyonce will drop. Mm-hmm. I think Drake obviously is going to drop. Kendrick will drop. J. Cole will drop. Um, I just think a lot of big artists are going to drop this year. I have that. I have that yeah. Yeah. Yo, Cole saying we're eating, Ian. I'm, I'm going to go on a limb because I just think there was too many albums that were supposed to come out last year that just didn't yeah. mm. you know what I mean ah, yeah, yeah. so you saw the little like promo that Adele did and then all of a sudden it's like oh I'm pushing it to 2021 same with Drake 2021 Kendrick was literally about to drop yeah and also and then, like yeah. there's a lot of time to reflect upon what was last year mm-hmm. and there's a lot of time this year to get lit so mm-hmm. It'll be the best. It'll be the best. It'll be the best uh, run of music since 2016, 2015. I'm calling it now. Sorry about that, Eman. You good? I thought he was so excited about that. He was like, "Yo, 
<laughs> I don't know what happened, but Colin's got the inside scoop. <laughs> Excitement, isn't it? That's my, my biggest fear. <laughs> That's my biggest fear. <laughs> you know one thing I don't want for music this year is I just don't hope. I hope a lot of uh, artists don't make coronavirus buzz. Oh yeah, I want to forget about that years from now. Bad. I don't want to hear. I'm sick with the flu. I'm sick like the flu. Uh, my boy's got the mask on and he ain't he's, he ain't talking about COVID. I don't want none of that in my raps. You know, fabulous. Is, you know, fabulous got ten in the tuck already. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what's it? Con- Conway, Conway, the machine. Um, on King Talk, he said a bar, and it was immaculate. It was like, um, it's along the lines of this. Yeah, like your boy got to put on gloves and mask on, not because it's coronavirus, but you got to make sure this pack is gone. Like the way he did it, it was amazing. So mm. yes, some bars can can actually slap, and there are some exceptions yeah, to I, rule. This is not in our face. Like it's coronavirus. That, that's all I'm saying. Right. I just don't, and if it's not done well, because I've heard some and they've been done poorly. Like there was no setup. You're just you're just trying to take. You're just trying to talk about COVID because it's hot. Like <laughs> nah, come on. I want to add that. I think last year was good for like, artists in the rice, but I'm looking at my list right now. Like Tamira. I think they played her song on, on No Signals. I thought about her. Manelia, Sayen, and We Runway as well. That was really good for her that year as well. Bella, mm. even Chloe X. Halley, that was my favourite from last year. Mm. On the Rise, Beyonce, as back in them, all that kind of stuff. So I think it was a good year for On the Rise artists. I think this year definitely be for the mainstream artists. I agree with what you might man. If they let us outside, mm-hmm. we could be enjoying, man. Enjoy, man. DJs, get ready. Don't <laughs> <laughs> Artists get ready, DJs get ready. I don't want to hear no yeah. bad spinning if I get in a club or mm-hmm. if I get in a bar. Yeah, I agree with you. That fire. But um, yeah, that, I, that, it does sound like we could be in for an exciting year. Um, definitely. I think everyone's a bit walking on uh, their tiptoes a bit around being like, oh, it could be amazing. But I'm, I'm excited and hopeful is what I'd say for good music mm-hmm. this year. Um, We've got to say that because we're a music podcast. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, good music is good for us. Good music is good for business, as I'd say. For sure. Um, okay, so this topic, this is a topic we've not really discussed before, but I'm interested to get people's opinions on it. So I want to know for you, man, who are your favourite pop stars? And when I say pop stars, I don't mean rappers that happen to be um, pop stars like not- Drake. I'm talking like, yo, in that air, that realm, like, Britney Spears, Justin Timberlake, you know, Lady Gaga, uh, I guess you could say Taylor Swift. I'll kickstart it, you know. I already know what money is Taylor Swift not pop. <laughs> she's a guilty pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know if she's my favorite pop, you know. I like she's not mine. I'm just naming names. Uh-huh. Like, just to give examples. Sure. Mine at the moment is is between Ariana Grande and uh Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa's future nostalgia was a fire album like from top to bottom uh if i get the like i enjoyed the album so much if i got the chance to see her live i would um and i think Ariana grande has been making great music for i'd say the last six years since uh dangerous woman um what taste wow dangerous <laughs> i wasn't crazy about positions uh the most recent release but yeah i think she's been making dope music and that breakup with your boyfriend was the peak of the powers. Cold. Listen, <laughs> that beat. I've got taste, man. Oh, I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> welcome, brother. Welcome. <laughs> that beat went crazy. That song, that song Yo, is cold. She, she's, Yo. been, she's been going hard, so I have to give her flowers. I think those two for me 
um, are my real standouts. But any chance I get to give Dua Lipa um, the recognition she deserves. I personally feel at one point she had one of the best songs around with um, New Rules. When she released that, I said, yo, this is pop perfection. Whatever you've managed to do here is brilliant. And that, to me, it makes sense that that video has got um, a billion views on YouTube. Wow. Like, what she managed to, what she's managed to do, well, she's, she's gone clear. Amazing. What about you, man? Because I feel like I've just given these two girls all the praise in the world. Go on, man. It's tough proceedings. Okay, well, okay, so my classic fave, for sure, Britney Spears. That's my pop princess right there. Oh, my God. Like, I, I can't believe a white woman would have me sing I'm a slave for you. I'm like, wow. white woman can sing this song right now. But you know what? Uh, we'll finish. I feel like for the next scene, I think. Literally, oh, perfection. I feel like she's been so consistent with it from when she started till now. I mm. love her. I love that you mentioned Anna Grande as well. I watched her Excuse Me, I Love You tour on Netflix. Oh, the perfection. Like, she performed Tattooed Heart, which is from her first or second album. They also performed songs from her. I'm before position, so that was before position came out. I agree with you, positions. Actually, it grew on me, but I, I, I had your thoughts when I listened to it the first time. I think I listened to an elite, and <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> I, like yeah, I don't know about this album, but I think I listened to it more and more. I you know what the thing is with her? I think well. if, if the... I don't want to say, because this is the first time I've not liked the first single that she's released. Like, mm. I've never... I've never gone out of my way to listen to Ariana Grande, but I always end up listening to her album and liking one of her singles or yeah. two of her singles. So I remember, uh, what's that song with? It was a song with Iggy Azalea that she had back in 2016. Problems. Problems. Yeah. Came on the radio. I said, yo, who is this? I was like, it's Ariana Grande. I said, no, not that girl from Nickelodeon. <laughs> um, but it slapped. And I listened to the album it came from. It was a good album. Yeah. Uh, Dangerous Woman had uh, Side to Side. Uh, which probably isn't a song I would like, but I enjoyed it. Um, so yeah, I get it. If the single don't bang with her for me, I don't connect. And positions just weren't a good song to me. I think it's better on the album than it is as a single. As a single, especially as the first one, it was a big mistake. I think that Doja Cat one should have been the first single, but I think they made a big mistake by making positions the actual first single as well. But Dua Two, that era was just perfect. Just how her look. The sound, how it's just cohesive. I agree with you as well, Debbie. That was a very good era from Julie for two. Yeah, I agree with that. Perfect. All right, lads, what are you saying? Um, I am a Justin Timberlake stand oh, up until a certain you. point, obviously. Until <laughs> yeah, he got lost in the woods. Until until man went to the woods and, and lost <laughs> his black card. I was, I was a Justin black card declined. Fam. But no you invites to the cookouts. <laughs> no, no invitation. It's been revoked. <laughs> when when you look when you look at what he did yeah up until uh, I guess even until 2020 actually but specifically justified and future sex love sounds is actually a cheat code like it's he worked with flipping Neptunes and Timberland that is an mm. absolute cheat code yeah, listen listen back to future sex love sounds yeah I don't think there's a skip on there I'm not even gonna hold you there's not a skip on that album. And I think, obviously, you know, you can debate there's elements of R&B, which is rightfully so, but it's predominantly pop to me. And mm. I feel like the music he made at that point in time is just literally timeless. Like, I can't credit him above that. I think, like, modern day, it's, I've, I listen to less pop, as you know, but I do dabble at times. Um, I'm a big fan of The Weeknd. Um, yeah, I guess that boy is pop. He And I think the good thing about him and After Hours is he finally found the right 
balance. Um, balance, yeah. Because I felt like the first two albums were very poppy, but not enough of a throwback to what he's good one. at doing. And I, the thing is, I, there's good songs on there. Don't get me wrong. There are really good songs on there. But I just felt like After Hours is like the perfect blend of yeah. the two. And I, I'd, so. say, I'd say uh, in terms of like stuff, I didn't personally like Kissland. Um, oh, I love Kissland, but that's a that's another story for another day. Go on. And then what was... Uh, I always forget the, ne- uh, the, ne- the album after Kissland. And I like that album a lot. Beauty, Beauty Behind the... Behind the, the I think he, he did his thing on there, but I get it. You know, I think you can't escape how poppy... I can't feel my face was, Absolutely. and I like Starboy. My biggest uh, problem with it was it was too long. Um, How long was it? Let me go look again. It's eighteen I songs long, and I want to say it's over an hour. I mean, the, the single was cold, super cold. Obviously, Daft yeah. Punk and their their influence, and there's some good album cuts on there. But you know, and but yeah, I agree. I think after I was as a person who's a massive fan of what you did on the trilogy. And I think most people's introduction to him, I feel like, yeah, that was um, perfect blend. Perfect yeah, it was blend. that after hours was what everyone had been looking for for a long time, um, and he really managed to do it. I mean, you can't you can't escape uh, blinding lights or mm-hmm. uh, in your eyes. So he he's done he's he's done both sides. It's for perfect sure. to me. Sure. Iman, what about you? Pretty much the same thing as Collins. Justin Timberlake. Mm. Um, don't want to really reiterate it, but yeah, pretty much Justin Timberlake. And then for today, would you say that Harry Styles is pop? You know what? Absolutely. Evan's a let yo, Evan. I have to clap you today. Oh, this is the right group that album. Fine line. Taste. All of you. Go on. Fine line the album. <laughs> Listen. You know what I always say? Artists have one moment in their life, like where yeah. they. They have to, they have to perform. This song has to bang. And watermelon sugar, Harry said, went into the studio that day and said, "Listen, I need, I need the song. I need it." And wow. he came out with that. That song's a different kind of slap, man. I even be like entertaining. I don't, I don't even think normally I'd like that sort of song, but I guess it's just, yeah. it is perfect, man. Yeah, it was, it was the same situation for me. I listened to the album, was like. Same. This album is a bit of me. Like it's not, it's not my regular but, listen, but it's like that album was a bit of me still. So yeah, so that. Harry Styles, I think today will probably be who I would like. Stand over, not too sure, but like definitely. Absolutely. But, yeah. After that album, I said Harry's got a fan in me. Even you know what? I don't necessarily like his music, but I love his antics and what he gives us every now and then. Liam Payne is another one. I knew, I knew he was gonna say it. I just knew. <laughs> oh no! Strip that down. <laughs> strip that down is cold. I'm sorry. Strip that down is so cold. <laughs> Real too. <laughs> Nah, that boy is different. He he's another one. He said, "Yo, they're he's gonna give me a Playboy." Yeah, you yeah, can tell. He's gonna be the Justin Timberlake. He was the Justin Timberlake so bad. Yeah, hundred. Even from the album cover of his latest album, it's literally cut for cut. Um, I think it's a copy of Justin's first album. It didn't yeah, work out, absolutely. but even still, I'm gonna give credit where credit is due. Um, Not one time, yeah. I thought Liam Payne had re had rebranded himself. And became um, Jay Balvin. 
Like, honestly, because I thought they looked <laughs> exactly <gross>. alike. <laughs> they looked exactly <laughs> like alike. And I thought, wait, no. is this just Liam Payne from, from X Factor thing? Like, is That's this the same funny. guy? Wow. But then they're two different people. <laughs> you know what's even funny is the fact that I think they've got a, a song together that's quite popular. So oh, really? That's hilarious. Mad. Um, but yeah, no, nah, but I think, yeah, it's interesting. I just want, because obviously I've never spoken to Collins and Emmanuel about their favorite uh, pop uh, choices. Um, and it's interesting to get your opinion on it, Manny, um, as well. But yeah, no, nah, I think pop's an interesting genre because I don't think it's something we all necessarily gravitate towards just naturally, but it's definitely something that where it's always on the radio or it's it, sometimes it's just inescapable that, you know, there'll be a song or an artist that catches your eye and, and you know, that way you begin to build, I don't want to say, you begin to build um, a listening for them or you start you looking out for their other stuff. Like retail, oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah exactly. Songs, they might not even know... God, no, it's do you know what? Because that word they used to put have the radio all the time, yeah. and it just be capital. Oh, <laughs> my god, you, that's where you'll find the stuff, man. Because <laughs> they then my note play it's like they've got five songs to put in rotation oh. over the next hour, and that's it, that's your whole life. They just stuck on it. I love how Collins also put the weekend on the right category because I hate <laughs> that they put um. After hours in R and B, I said what? It's not. It's not. It's not R and B. After hours, not even Starboy, but after hours. I love the I think the weekend's an interesting one because I think even he'd say, "Nah, I make pop music." Like yeah. I, he, he, he wants to make. He he wants to be recognized as just broadening the genre. I'd say, like for lack of a better word, he makes dark pop, um, and he's made dark pop very well. Uh, yeah, so yeah, he honed in on that because at the beginning yeah. there was there were definitely elements of R and B. Like he he definitely the trilogy definitely mm. like straddled the border. But I think I think since then he's not really actually made out on out on R and B. So yeah. anyone calling him an R and B act is is, is even the industry. I'm like he has a he has knowledge. You see the industry itself. Like that's that's my. Oh, the industry been lacking knowledge, man. Yeah. After the Grammy didn't nominate him for nothing. Yeah, that's what I, I know. That. All the whole like industry politics. So I'm like, Jesus Christ! Now there's industry politics, and then they're just looking dumb because that 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 to me that looks like the Grammy doesn't listen. What's happened over the last year. Like, put, yeah, put your your ego aside and recognize you, yeah. the year he's had. You can't not. It's ridiculous that was, to me. That was, that was yeah. And after that, I think a lot of artists now will look at the Grammys differently. And hopefully, I don't know if they'll come together and make their own thing or, you know, but I think they have, we have to. Our own, though. We, have, we have our own, but is it valued as much? I remember I saw Remy Ma's speech go viral again a few, a few weeks ago. And someone was like, why is she so excited for a BET award? Well, this time she's a black artist. She's a black rapper. Nick had won it back to back to back for five mm. years or something. So, of course, she'll be happy. That also lemme some time, too. <laughs> so, yeah. literally, so we have to value our own as well. I've got BET. I think that's today. important as well. I yeah. agree. Yeah. Can someone remind me what the final topic is? The final Actually, no. Nah, you know what? Let's, let's, let's do a quick subtopic here. What was your yeah, favorite go. song in retail? Mm-hmm. Oh, re- oh, I've got a whole playlist. A whole playlist? <laughs> <laughs> I was Shazam no, like Shazam in my head. <laughs> Let me get my Shazam playlist real quick. Hold up. Oh, gosh. My favorite, song, my favorite song in retail was um, Disclosure Latch. So when, before I went to uni, they used to bang bare disclosure at the time. And I was like, raw, this actually kind of slaps. And that ended up m- making me become a disclosure fan. 
Um, but yeah, definitely disclosure latch for me. Man was in the oh, River Island street slumming it out, fam. I was doing them. them <laughs> Gosh. I don't know, because they always play the the radio at work. Um, I think, for me, it was New Rules. Because that's when I first heard of Dua Lipa. And I was, like, I was like, yo, this is a great song. Like, it just flows well. Now, and I couldn't escape it because, again, it feels like they play the same five songs over and over again. And, you know, when because I used to have to drive to work. The way I know I like a song that I heard on the radio is that I'll be putting it into my car playlist. And after that, you already know. <laughs> you like it. Once it's saved in your phone, you like that song. The rest is history. The rest the is the radio. The radio is meant to make you like get stuck to that song. So I, I love that for retail. Well, well, as a person that's going to shop, not a person that's working in retail now. <laughs> oh, gosh. Because <laughs> yeah. I'll be driving. Mm-hmm. What about you? Me? Yes, yes, okay, you man. I've got my whole place on 2019. So, Khalid Sun City featuring Empress R. And mm. then there was the Relief of Kiss and Makeup with, I think it was the uh, Asian, uh, Blackpink? I think it's called Blackpink as Blackpink, well. So, that's another yeah. song. What else is <clears throat> there? It was a weekend song as well, Can't Fall My Face. I know they're playing that in 2019, but they love that song. <laughs> and Let You Love by Rita Ora. Rita Ora, we don't understand why she's big. Radio has made Rita Ora big. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> She comes off as a terrible person, but she can make a good song here and there. <sighs> like she gets that thing by making a catchy song, catchy hook, short verses, gets straight mm. to the point. We go like that, that, that's, that's a fact. That's she looked terrifying in that EE ad, though. I won't lie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not, it was not a good look for her, but I digress. Making money, though, like, getting all those endorsements and stuff. Get them coins. Get them coins. Yeah, After. After. Man, what's your choice? Mine was "Cut Me Off" by. Is it Gotti? I don't know how to say the name. You didn't have to cut me off. That oh, song, yeah. That song, yeah, bruv. I would hear it. I'll be thinking. Yo, this is my song right here. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, they, that, that was a bad They went back to back. Oh, listen. Yeah. Man had one song. I don't even know what he's doing now. Couldn't tell. I think he made that money and skedaddled. He did. I, I skedaddled as well, to be fair. That's it. And the video's nice as well. So the it's video, like... yeah, it's, it's a very a recognisable video, oh, I'll say. Like, when I see that, as soon as I see the painting start happening, I'm like, I know where I go on. But he is about to play. You write the song as um, well. He wrote the song. Okay, there was two writers that I think he probably wrote, wrote the songs himself and made money for. So when you write your own songs, you can make more money from writing. So I think maybe he wrote the song and skedaddled. <laughs> that check that. must have been nice. Yeah, he wrote um, the song himself. He wrote it. Yeah, he wrote it himself. Yeah, yeah I'm not surprised. I've, that song sounds like someone wrote it themselves and was going through something. He was he was oh, uh, he was going through it. He was going through it. Help my girl comes in. I thought that was Katy Perry, you know. Uh, yo, she's another one, you know. When I grew up, I thought that was Katy Perry. I was like, it took me a few years to realize that was Katy Perry. I was like, okay. Katy Perry be giving some stats as well. That song Juicy J when we first, hey, when I first that song was, was inescapable. Dark horse, you know. Dark horse, that's it. Yes. Crazy. 
is a pop legend. I, I, I don't yeah, know. She is, she is. She is. Oh, Even, and she, she gets good features. I mean, she tried the rap thing a little bit, but I did like Bon Appetit with her and Amigos. I <laughs> hope that the, the Amigos gave a fire verse. Why are you laughing in the corner, Colin? It's catchy. They've got ET as well. ET is amazing. ET is so good. I'm laughing because of that um that award uh, performance where she was on the stage and she was just like (laughs) dancing next to the Migos, looking like one fool fam. Oh gosh. Wow. Wait. That was a weird error for her. Even like Miley's weird error when she tries to join up. And she was just much. doing too much. I don't want to say to the dildo. That was that like, what are you doing? Yo. You, you're work. Hannah Montana. That's that Disney curse, man. That's the thing, Mike. No, it's just like, what? Oh, she had that song. The dildo on the scene. She's come back now with her new album. I feel like she's now found her sound. And she's now yeah, yeah. Because that era, was it Bangers? I think that era was it was a weird one, man. She was up in the... <laughs> she was on that Jay's on my feet song. Uh, what's it? 23. 23, yes. Uh, actually, it's catchy, you know? It was catchy. She gave a good... She it's catchy, catchy, but it never lasted. It ne- yeah, yeah, it didn't. It didn't age well. It was very... It didn't, uh, age well. it didn't age well. Because everybody knew, like, like, what are you doing? White people looked at her funny. Black people looked at her funny. They were like, stop reading. Um, I want to discuss music from the UK, which we believe has aged well. Now, the reason I wanted to ask this question is because um, I was doing a bit of a, I was just going, I was doing some work and I was going back uh, in time and Dave No Words came on. I was like, yo, this still slaps. Like three, four years on, it's still a great song. Um, Dave is actually really good for that. I don't think his music will ever have that issue. Look at songs like Tiago Silva, Samantha, which, came out a while ago, but I think will age perfectly fine. Um, Are there any songs that we feel from the UK that came out within the last, let's say, for conversation's sake, five years that we believe have aged well and will go on to age well? That's a hard question off the top of my head. I might go a little bit older in in years, though. For songs that I feel like like age well from the Sugar Babes, Sugar Babes, their songs are definitely aged well. What songs in particular? I love um, About You Now, where the O and the Yellow, that's, I love that song. I love that song, it's amazing. Like, it's quality right there. What else? I'll say Jamila Superstar as well. Jamila or Jamila? Jamila. Yeah, that's Jamila. actually, yeah. You can't, and they still yeah. use that in adverts, so she must be getting yeah, coins. Great. Yeah, royalties be. The royalties must be strong with that one. Um, that well, take that. <laughs> yeah, they're man on fire. Like, <laughs> they'll do their thing. Um, yeah, I think even going, uh, maybe five years was too hard, but things like uh, Talking the Hardest, obviously, will probably, oh, you know, goodness. still spoken about today. That's the national anthem. You stand up when you hear that. Um, <laughs> you know, even things like, ah, uh, I wish it got played a lot more, but I think Sneakbo Touch a Button is... It gets the credit it deserves, which is strange. Because I've seen, like, videos if of it, like, destroying raves like literally it comes on everyone knows the words and it was one of those monumental moments yeah 100 percent. that he needs his flowers for that for real you know you know what song did not age well you know it, okay let me say it like this it aged but then it's like not no. heard of anymore <laughs> go on 
and for T next time. That song is not that's, heard of Yeah, that's, 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 song, that's just noise. That's just noise. It's noise, but <laughs> that song you could that's the reason why it just didn't age well. Because you couldn't mm. play it. If you played that's it, someone's getting banged. You know what? Saying but, the ones that don't age well, you know from, from the um NS ten V ten last year. That end ups clash kind of made me realize a lot of their tunes did not age well. Yeah. <laughs> you know, do you know what? Just, and do you know what was so painful about that? It was the mixing. Was like, it sounded like it was made of a Sony Ericsson. They recorded that was that, the real issue. They recorded that on a potato. If I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> their man was nah, it was not good. Was, I was like, wow, this is you, man. I was like, I thought N-Dubs was kind of clean house. I was like, I don't see how... Was it Western they went up against? Western, yeah. I was like, I don't yeah. see how Western have a chance here. I love Western, you know. I actually love I Western. I like them as well, but I was, I wasn't... I was like, against N-Dubs? Come on. Yeah. And nostalgia, I thought, was going to kick in. But nah, it didn't work um, out. Yeah, it was really, I guess, more than anything, that like, their music is just outdated, to be honest. Like, it's just... I guess it's very much a, a music that was made in that time yeah, and right. it's stuck in that time as well. I know you and stuff. <laughs> yeah. I think I even look at um, Power, not Power 2004. I think Power 2004 is still a classic. But Power 2011, I don't think aged well at all. No. Mm. I don't think so either. I agree. I, I think it's, it's very much stuck in that nah, time. Imagine you're still, you still giving Power 2011 spins. <clears throat> not spins. Like, it's nostalgic, but it's not spins. Hmm. Interesting. That's very interesting. Yes, yeah, that's just I think for me that's another song that's really stuck in the time period that it came out. Mm. Um I'm trying U- to think of, UK I pop think... in general did age fairly well, you know. I think certain certain songs from like some of the groups did age decently. Like some of the blue songs are actually not bad. Like they're not actually shit songs, if that makes sense. Yeah. Mm. You can still kind of play them. Well, what's the most popular blue song? All rise, or is what's it? the other one? <laughs> one for the money in it, two lives, two for the lunch. Eyes, eyes. Yo, <laughs> um, oh, who was it that was talking about 50 50? Lamar, that was Lamar. Bad, 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 bad. What happened to him? Where is he? I don't know. My childhood. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> what was his other song? Is there any justice? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. That's a really well-written song when you think about it. You know whose music has aged well, I think? Well, I don't know if it's it's become a bit more your older uncle likes it, but it's still good. Craig David's. Oh, come uh, on. Time, timeless B. Yo, come on. What'd you say? I feel like his old music has aged better than his current music. His current oh, music. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah, but I think yeah, yeah. he's just he's in that sort of. I mean, he's doing songs with KSI now, so I really know what he's, sort of bag he's trying to go for. And no disrespect to, to KSI, the, he's trying to go for the summertime bag. That's yeah, what he's trying 100%. to go for. Because yeah. the thing is, he's only making songs for a certain demographic. I'm not going to say who they are, but we know who they are. Watches. It's not us. I've been for attendees on an annual basis. That's who's making it. For yeah, that's a check that's gonna knock. And that's where it makes his money most of the time. Facts. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. even no. now, you know what? I was like, bro, I was seeing this the other day. Like, why these music? I'm interested to see how songs like Heatwave do. You know, going forward. I love that's the always music. But I, yeah, exactly. I think he's done all right because they're good songs. Um. Mm. What's his one where 
foxes were all in the video. Yeah, foxes, man. Well, do we? Rolex. Use yes. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah even Nask aged quite well. Um, I'm trying to think of other examples from him. That one he did with um, Steph London. Uh, oh, see. Yes. Oh. That, that, that's inescapable as well. The I, 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 I one as well. I like that one. Yeah, that one was cold. So, yeah, it's in, it's, some of it aged poorly and some of it is, I think, will be fine going yeah. forward. It's just interesting to see. I guess I'll have this conversation again in a few years and see how we feel. Absolutely, yeah. That's a fact. You know what song will never come back? What's yeah. that? Actually, I can't remember. Let, let me but I said, ah, you have to, to land now. You started it, man. No, 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 I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. Land the plane, fam. Land the plane. Expeditiously. I'll give you guys a hint. He's doing time for something really bad, and let's just leave it. Ah, uh, I already know. Oh, <laughs> no, no. So, never come back. Huh? United Kingdom. Oh, United Kingdom. Time. He's in pen. He's a terrible person. I don't even need to give him any light. No, if he's bad, that's not going to be Yeah, that's yeah, a fact. Let's, let's not yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, listen, he had an amazing song to get a bunch of people hyped up, and that song could be remixed into different because it was um, produced by Predator. And the thing is, Predator can take that song and then make it into a house. He can go into any set. Mm. And go anywhere around the world and then make that song and it will bang. But because of what the artist did, they're not He's playing so, that song anymore. Nah, nah, no way. He's not getting no spins. And I know where that song, that, that song was actually sampled off of um, Jamie Merkin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he just took that sample and then switched it up and he gave it to him. And that song is actually a madness. But because. It is where it is, it is what it is. I guess that's also interesting, like, uh, you can't say after, if a certain artist does something, regardless of how good their song is, I guess it's impossible to celebrate them. Absolutely. Absolutely. Do you know songs that came out recently that, like, had success Mm -hmm. that I think are going to age terribly? That little dicky song with Chris Brown, I think is going to go in the trash. Uh, I know that's not UK, but I don't think I can't see that song the, having the, any longevity. The, the least said about that song, the better boy. <laughs> <laughs> Although he, he shouts out to him, he made a really good TV show last year. I will say that much. Was it good? Yeah, surprising, surprisingly good. I definitely recommend it. All right, surprisingly cool. good in the vein of Atlanta, but for white people. I hear that, but it's actually pretty good, which is surprising. But yeah, that's off the that's off topic. All right. <laughs> Well, unless any, has anyone got anything they want to get off their chest? I think before we go, we should try to give one song recommendation for the playlist that we put every week. Because um, we got to give, the, we got to feed the streets, you know. Of course, that has to be done. Look at my on repeat playlist and see. I'll give, I'll give mine while you lot search. Um, yeah. Mine is Masego um, by Felicia. Um, I've had him on the playlist before, but I'm going to put him on again. Just got a mad um, little jazz solo at the end of the song, which is I just think it's unreal. Yeah, yeah that's my pick. That's my pick. I've got two that I want to I want to squeeze them in. Just squeeze them in. So go ahead. One man. is um, called Dana. So it's D A N A by Techno. Uh, I love that. I hate the project overall, but I love the song. Shout out to Kenna Major Nine for Same Space. Both the acoustic and the original version, like, it's an amazing song that she performed several mm. times this year. I think she performed on the Mobile Awards as well. That was amazing. Was it Mobile? Mm. It was Mobile. So, mm. yeah, Kenna Major Nine and Techno. 
Okay, well, my choice is a collaboration, OFB collaboration, uh, Desi and Heady One, um, Op Diddy Bop. I didn't expect to like it because I've come across some uh, of Desi's music. And it ain't always been for me, but I do like OFB and what they've been putting out over the last year or so. So, yeah, I thought I'd give that some shine. Good song. Um, it's got a fun bounce to it, so I think you'll enjoy it. Uh, and that's why I, why I picked it. Okay, okay. Iman? Got two songs, but, you know, um, one song will make it to the playlist. Um, the first song is um, Seen It All by Abracadabra, Crepes and Cones. He dropped a wonderful project last year. And, like, we're going to see a lot more from Abracadabra. We're going to sure, hear that's more. for sure. Because he's, he's definitely, like, with the energy that he's given, the vibe, his, his voice... It's, mm. it's going to feed the streets. Do you know what I'm saying? It's not just going to feed the streets, but it's, I mean, if he's allowed to come out on tour, he's going to make money make noise, well. proper noise and proper peas. So, yeah, shout out to Abracadabra. Another person, um, shout out to Westside Gun. He's always going to make a playlist, but then, you know, RIP to MF Doom as well. Facts. Yeah. Um, so, there's a song I was listening to, it's Two Stings. Westside Gone, MF Doom. And um, the amazing thing about MF Doom is that his sound has made it back to 2020. Like his boom back, mm. lo-fi, crazy sample, mm-hmm. hitting records has made it back into the sound of hip hop. So the fact that he's now gone, you know, he died in October 31st, but the family announced it in... December 31st. So. Oh, wow, they managed to keep it a secret that long? That privacy, it's really just yeah. yeah, it's really rare. Wow. Uh, well done to them then. Yeah, no, I respect oh. that. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, that's, yeah, Doom's a legend. I mean, not that I've gone and deep dived into his um, artistry, but I think when you know someone's a legend in the culture, you have to tip your hat off to them. Of course, um, And I think, yeah, that was the case. Everyone was shocked when the news came out and that's, that's a massive... Um, person in hip hop, uh, and again, yes, you're right, his sound has come back in a massive way, and people are doing it. And you know, sometimes you have to listen, you need to get them bars off, and that's what he did. He never compromised, didn't bend, didn't fold. So, I respect that. Um, and yeah, RIP to MF Doom for sure. Mm-hmm. All right. Manny, tell the people where they can find you. And before you do that, just again, thank you for coming on. You made for such a great guest. Um, but yeah, tell the people where they can find you online. First of all, thank you for having me. It's good to see three black men killing it right now. So big shout Appreciate out to you. It. Appreciate it. Well, you can find me, The Classic Manny, everywhere on Twitter, Instagram, the podcast, The Classic Manny Show, on Apple Podcasts. Spotify and then Soundcloud. I almost forgot. Thank you for having once again. I'm grateful. <laughs> We appreciate you, man. Thank you very appreciate much. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. <laughs> nah, man. Right, Until later. Until Jeez. next time. Thanks for that.